One is a bacterium called Klebsiella planticula. And in the 90s, it was the subject of headlines because it almost got out. It was scheduled to be released. And as you'll see in the film, I'm not gonna give it away, from someone who was intimately involved in it, who spoke about it at the UN, it could have theoretically ended terrestrial plant life. Ended terrestrial plant life. Then there is another bacterium, Pseudomonas syringae, which could have theoretically changed weather patterns in the world. Because bacteria in the atmosphere helps create rain and ice and snow, and they had created an impotent version, which if it had escaped as planned, and it had displaced its natural counterpart, those are ifs, but if it had done that, it could have changed the weather patterns. So we wake people up by these potential bad actors, but we also know that even those that, even changes in the microbiome that are subtle can mess up that brilliant intelligence. So we want to prevent the release of any genetically engineered microbes, abolish the genetic engineering enhancement of potentially pandemic pathogens, and for facilities that are using or creating GMO microbes, we want them to implement appropriate safeguards, including appropriate disposal, but we want to go further. We want to assign strict liability costs should any release occur. This gives our laws teeth because <clears throat> the biotech industry would say, oh, we don't have to worry about genetically engineered microbes. There's no problem. We have it under control. But then if you say to them, well, if, you're, if, they're so easy, if they're so safe and so predictable, then there should be no problem if you take full responsibility for any environmental health or economic damage associated with an accidental release. Now they have to pay attention. Will my genetically engineered microbe be what it was supposed to be from, the, from our design of the process of gene editing? A lot of these people do not actually test the outcomes of the gene editing process. They just assume if it does what they intended to do, then the sequence is what they want. There's no collateral damage and it's available for prime time. They can release it. So they might go, well, if we're responsible for any damage, let's perhaps for the first time, actually sequence the genome, sequence the RNA, sequence, look at the proteins, look at the metabolites and see what we've created. The next question they asked was, will it get out? And if it gets out, will it mutate? How are the ways it can it mutate? Can we predict that? And whether it's as designed or mutated, how will it interact in every potential ecosystem that we know about? And with the genes that we have changed, what if those genes get swapped to the different systems? Now, they don't just get changed, exchanged with the same bacteria. They get exchanged with other microbes. And there's even, according to research this year, demonstration of horizontal gene transfer between plants and animals. And so 
They have to think, where will these genes go? And then if they get out, how do we monitor them? How do we clean them up? How big is our liability? Well, it doesn't take very long to watch the dollar signs go up and they realize that their empty promises that it's safe and predictable, when they turn it into dollar signs becomes, wait a minute, we need to rethink this as if it really matters. And what may matter to them is the money, what may matter to everyone else is our microbiome, our children's microbiome, and the microbiomes all over the planet. So we are creating white papers, legislative briefings. We have social media support for members of Congress, both at the state and federal level. We have support for media, so that we have looking to select advocates. We want to introduce bills at all levels in all jurisdictions around the world and in international treaties. We want to recruit and train people to work with us and expand everywhere. Now, in addition to the governments, we have non-governmental policy and implementation. We want institutional review boards at universities to not allow studies that involve the release of GMO microbes. And if they involve the creation of them, they should be very carefully controlled and disposed of appropriately. We want scientific associations to step up so that they support reasonable, responsible, preventive measures for all of their members, companies to come forward, academic and research institutions, and investors to drive their investment dollars appropriately. Now, we want to build a coalition. And if you think, who should be part of this coalition? Well, let's start with climate change people. Climate change, if we just widen the lens a little bit, it becomes planetary survival. Oh, that's us, planetary survival. Think about regenerative agriculture. They want the microbiome to do the heavy lifting, to create new soil, to sequester carbon. Oh, that's us. We want to think about the animal rights people. They want to allow animals to have a healthy system and function as nature intended. Oh, that's us. Birders, gardeners, people involved with children's health, right? Health of all types, organic advocates. We're all connected to the microbiome. So if you breathe, eat, or live in something called nature, it's an issue that affects you. Now, in the nonprofit world, which I've been in for decades, people think in terms of silos, meaning this is my area, in this case, the microbiome is a foundation for many of these areas. And so we're asking different organizations, and you may be part of one, you may run one, to get the word out. Not to change your focus, but just to add this as a plank to your platform. So we have over 40 official allies. We want 4,000. We want allies around the world with billions ultimately of members, subscribers, readers, etc., who will share our information, sometimes customizing it for their area. So we bring information for instant global movement.
and we need it because we can't wait 25 years to build a movement after so many microbes have been released. So we provide materials for others to share. Like don't let the gene out of the bottle. Please watch it and share it. And we are focusing on messaging to make it part of popular culture so that everyone understands that we have arrived at an inevitable time in human history where we can redirect the streams of evolution for all time and that we now have the capacity to damage all living beings and all future generations. So we have a new responsibility with this technology to protect all living beings and all future generations. Thank you for listening to Live Healthy, Be Well. Please subscribe to the podcast using whatever app you listen to podcasts with. Or go to livehealthybewell.com to subscribe. This podcast will inform you about health dangers, corporate and government corruption, and ways we can protect ourselves, our families, and our planet. I interview scientists, experts, authors, whistleblowers, and many people who have not shared their information with the world until now. Please share the podcast with your friends. It will enlighten and may even save lives. Safe eating.